Welcome to Be The Man Podcast, the place for men who desire to create an impact in this world. I am your host, Tim Holloway, and every day I'm going to lead you to a call to action. In a time where our families and communities are suffering due to men failing to be the man, this podcast explores what it really means to be the man. All right. Welcome back, my fellow men. This is the Be The Man podcast. This is a podcast for men who want to step up and be the man and create an awesome impact in their life. So we got an awesome episode for you today. But before that, we got the man question of the day. And it goes like this. I'm a new father here, and I'm asking what to expect. So my simple response to this is expect your whole life to change, your whole world to turn upside down. Things are now different. There was a time before the child, and there's a time after the child. And so now is the time to take responsibility for the life that you created. And so my encouragement in this is not to be the stereotypical man who doesn't do anything, right? Pushes all the responsibility on their woman. If you want to get your wife upset, go ahead and be the stereotypical man who does nothing and see where that gets you. So I encourage you to step up, and that means to do your part. Be there for your woman. Take responsibility for some of the duties that need to take place. (laughs) And I said duties, uh, pundantly, but uh, duties. So step up, be the man, know that your world is going to change. That child is now your responsibility. Take care of your responsibility. All right, so we are in the man quote of the day, and it goes like this. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Martin Luther King is often uh, attributed to this quote, but it was actually someone else, Edmund Burke. At any rate, evil is everywhere. It's things that are detrimental to our societies and to our families. And what this quote is saying, that's the only thing necessary for those things to propagate and to take over our world, to take over our families, take over our street, is for good men to do nothing. And that is to sit back and remain silent. You see, a man is somebody who can stand up and begin to communicate what he believes in an assertive fashion. You see, we got a lot of passive men, and that is that they're not willing to take a stand. And that's why evil or things that are detrimental are spreading across our families, in our communities, and in our world. If we want to make a change, we have to be the change. That means that we have to work on our lives, create our impact, and begin to spread that to our children and to other men. This is the way to combat any evil that's in this world. So now's the time to stop doing nothing and start standing up and speaking. All right, so we are at our topic for today. And of course, we are reading from the Men Creating Impact book. It's coming out very, very soon. I'll let you know when it drops. So 
It starts out like this. Are you acting like a pansy? You might ask, what does being a pansy look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. I've been thoroughly entrenched in pansyism, so I need only to share my personal experience. You might be a pansy if you look like a pansy, which means your body has gone to crap, you look stuck, you roll out of bed, get up and go, your hair is a mess, you're wearing your pajama bottoms and don't give a crap what anyone thinks, you're not taking care of your teeth, people mistake you for a hobo. You look like someone hit you upside the head with a shovel. So, have you ever went to Walmart and seen interesting, interesting people present? Now, the goal of this podcast is not to bag on anybody who goes to Walmart. I go to Walmart. I'm bagging on the people that show up to Walmart and they look like they just rolled out of bed. Or even worse, they show up in their boxer shorts or their panties, or they show up with their towel wrapped around their head or their curlers. Now, all of these radical things have been shown at Walmart. They, for some reason, just show up however they want and don't care what everybody else thinks. I remember seeing this this large woman sit on this thing for handicapped people and each side of her cheek was split on each side of the seat hanging off the um the vehicle that was for her so once again i'm not trying to judge anybody but i'm just trying to point something out as men and that is this how we show up how we present ourselves is how people look at us now we can't get past this You know, we make a lot of assumptions about somebody. Now, most of the time they're false. I'm not saying that they're true. But we make certain judgments and assumptions about people just based upon their appearance. And so when I see certain people show up at the Walmart looking like they do, I can guarantee by looking at them their life is messed up. I could tell by looking at them they're not taking very good care of their body. I could tell by looking at them their marriages probably aren't that good. And you can definitely tell by looking at them, they're not making that much money. You see, you could tell a lot about a person in the way that they carry themselves. You see, there's no way that they can tell me that they're rocking life and that everything is going well and it's all good for them because their appearance and their attitude gives them away. You see, the way you present yourself is the way that you do life. And there's a correlation to the between the two. If you have a lot of self-respect in your, your rocking life, it's going to show up in your appearance and the way that you behave. And then, of course, if you're not rocking life, you're going to show up like one of these crazy people that show up at Walmart. And how we do life shows up. So I was once on this call recently with uh, someone from LinkedIn and um, they were on a sales pitch or a sales call to utilize my service. And they began to switch the call on trying to get my services for free in exchange for their services. And so they offered to coach me in business in exchange for my services of what I offer. 
So I begin to think to myself, now this happened after I got off the call, I begin to think that you're trying to get my services for free and utilize my skills at no cost to you except for exchange of services that you are going to coach me in business. I'm going to think for a minute here that you can't afford me, but yet I'm going to ask you to coach me in business. No, I don't know about you, but the people that I look up to and that I would coach me can definitely afford my services above and beyond. They can afford a lot. You know, that's why I would look up to them and have them be able to coach me because they're kind of rocking life. They're rocking business. They know how to be a husband, a father. They know how to be a CEO. They know how to handle business. I'm not going to take coaching advice for someone who wants to utilize my services or can't even afford my services. You see, and this is not to be judgmental against somebody who wants to exchange. It's just we as humans, when we want something, we go to the professional. And that is, you know, if you had to have heart surgery, you wouldn't want a foot doctor. You would want someone who specializes in heart surgeries. And so the same thing when we're looking for for mentors and people in life, we gravitate gravitate towards people who are kind of rocking it. They got success. They got it together. They are doing what they're talking about. And therefore, we look up to them for advice. So I get this question all the time. Who should I look up to and whose advice should I take? And the bottom line is those who you respect, those lives that you look at and say, wow, they can teach me a lot. I have a lot to learn from them. If I listen to them, I will be successful. What we don't go to people is we don't go to people who don't rock it in that certain area of their life and ask them for advice. As we all know, this would be the blind leading the blind. And as we know (laughs) from that scenario, if the blind do lead the blind, then they both will fall into a ditch. So I made this statement similar one time about um, overweight preachers. I don't know if you've seen a lot of preachers, but there's some who are severely overweight. I'm talking like 400 pounds and their, their face is beating red and they're one cheeseburger away from a heart attack, right? Now, I'm not knocking that per se. What I, what I was knocking was that you have to be the example and showing what you are mentoring and teaching. There's no way that this guy could tell me that he's developing any sort of self-control, right? There's no way that this guy could tell me that he's doing rocking positive daily habits that are building health into his life, right? There's no way. And so there's no way that that he could tell me that his God is empowering him to live a great life because I can greatly see by his health that it is affecting him. And so if he knows anything about empowerment, he knows that God will help him in all areas of his life. And so that's all I was saying was that we look and we gravitate towards people who got it all together right? And who are rocking life in general. And if you don't, if you're not pursuing holistic life, if you're not pursuing to get your whole life on point, 
and begin to rock it in all areas of your life, then you might need to step down off the stage and begin to pursue holistic living and begin to rock your life. So the challenge today is this, is that look up, uh, ask yourself the people that you're looking up to and respect and ask yourself, do they, are they pursuing holistic living? Are they becoming a powerful person overall? And then ask yourself, is it the blind leading the blind? Even farther is taking this idea and saying, you know what? I refuse to be that person. I'm going to pursue holistic living myself so I can begin to guide other people, other men into the same life and power that I have. You see, it's the ultimate goal for us to begin to mature, begin to grow, to become men strong and unmovable, standing in some form of value system, core values and integrity, and begin to teach the younger generation how to do so themselves. And what's great about this is that what has taken us 20 30 years to learn, we can help others. And that way we can have a generation of men who have it all together at a more early age. You see, there are some men who actually get their lives together in their 60s, some in their 50s, some in their 40s, some in their 30s, very few in their 20s. But the point is this, is that when we get it together, we can teach the younger generation that they can have it all, that they could be everything, that they can pursue wholeness at a lot younger age. And so they don't have to waste multiple years and they can begin to live the good life now. Live the good life now. And I will see you tomorrow. (laughs) 